Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. For this blessed opportunity to be together, to share fellowship with you, with your spirit and with your word. Speak to us in a way that will understand. Help us to embrace the truth of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of God. All right. Tombi. Wow, what a blessing. Well, it's good to see. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor it's good to see you. Oh, okay. I'm now looking through. I'm seeing a couple of people. Oh, okay. Oh, nice, nice, nice. All right. Romans. Okay, cool. Romans chapter number eight. I want to read just a few scriptures tonight and share a few thoughts. Amen. I can't even feel it. <laughs> Romans chapter 8. We are reading verse 28 of Romans 8. The Bible says that, For we know that all things work together for good, for them that love God, and to them who are called according to his purpose. Amen. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. It says, And I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Hallelujah. These are the two scriptures we want to look at tonight. And as we look at it, they will serve as the foundation for a discussion we are going to have over the next couple of weeks. Amen. Over the next couple of weeks. Okay. We want to begin a study into what we call the determinants of life. Okay. The determinants. The determinants. A determinant... A determinant or the determinants are characteristics and virtues that determine the outcome of everything we do. Amen. So these determinants we are going to look at, they usually determine the outcome. These are virtues. These are characteristics. These are factors. These are things that usually determine the outcome of life, the outcome of everything you do the outcome of your school, the outcome of your relationship, the outcome of your marriage, the outcome of your children, the outcome of your job, the outcome of your Christian life, the outcome of everything, they are usually determined by these factors that we are going to look at. Hallelujah. And from Romans chapter 8, the Bible tells us that all things work together for good. Okay, so for something to work out well, For something to turn out good, 
a lot of things work out. Amen. Not just one thing, but a lot of things work out. So for your life to be successful, for you to complete school, for you to get married, for you to do well in the ministry, for your Christian life to work out, a lot of factors must work together for good. Unfortunately, sometimes we feel that only one thing you need. Let's say if you're a young lady, for you to be chosen to get married, sometimes we think, oh, beauty alone is enough. But you should know by now by the number of beautiful girls who don't have anybody to marry them, that beauty alone is not enough. Hallelujah. You should know by now. So, so many, let's say you go to UKZN, for you to come out with a degree, so many things come into, intelligence alone is not enough. You may be bright, you may be intelligent, but a boy can come and make you pregnant during second year. Do you get it? So you'll be intelligently pregnant. So it's not like the pregnancy will take away the intelligence. The intelligence will be there, which means you can take your temperature, you can do a pregnancy test and know you are pregnant. You can see that you are gaining weight. You can see that things are not the same again. You can, understand, you can even know that this is what is happening to me. Yet you will not be able to complete the school, continue the school and complete. Perhaps. Hallelujah. So a lot of things have to work together. And as people who want to be successful and as young people, it's important that we deploy, we learn about all these many things that you need in your life to make you successful. You would have thought that cooking alone is enough to keep a marriage. But you will grow up to realize that Look, KFC is cooking all the time. Nobody's married to KFC. Do you get it? Your food is nice, but it's not enough. You, do, you may realize that your food is nice, but your attitude is bad. So therefore, you cannot keep a man at home because you are always rude. Or you don't even keep yourself. You always look like Hurricane Katrina. Amen. Amen. You always look like a hurricane either about to happen or has happened. Do you see it? So at the end of the day, although you are a very good cook, the way you look, the way you look doesn't work together. The cooking needs something to add to it. Amen. Amen. So even the way you look works against the appetite. As soon as the guy sees you, he doesn't want to eat again. Yeah. Sometimes as a young man, you will think that, oh, look, because I have six pack, oh, six pack is enough for a girl to look. But you're, 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 you, you don't brush your teeth or you have a bad body odor. So you are still a handsome, tall, dark, handsome guy. But when you come around, you come with a presence. You, do you see? You come with an atmospheric presence that has a way of negating that one quality that you have. So the Bible tells us that so many things must work. So many things must work. 
things working together for good. So, so many things must work. If it's just one thing, at the end of the day, you, you will be... I mean, when you see somebody who's... One common mistake we make is that when we see somebody who's successful at something, let's say, it's like the way we are singing, somebody who has just sung nicely and everything. Put your hands together for her. You would think that it's just a, a old. Her voice is nice. Her voice is very nice. That's why. But a nice voice is not alone. It's not enough. Because nice voice without even discipline to learn the words. Do you see? So your voice is very nice. But you have not learned the words. You will come up here with your nice voice. But there will not be enough words. To complete the song. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So your voice is still nice. There are so many people who have nicer voices than the person who sang. But maybe they are not disciplined enough to learn. To learn. Even, to, even, even the intelligence. Well, I was talking to a singer recently. She told me even when she goes off key, she doesn't hear. Her voice is very nice. Every So she said, as for the soundtrack, it finishes her completely. Oh. When she goes off the key, she doesn't know. I mean, what you are thinking is not what it is. It's not every story that you know already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can't be the way you are all the. Uh, oh, uh, no, no. It, it, it will surprise you. You see, last Sunday, I was telling a story about somebody who told me something when she was 22 years old. Now, I was seeing 18-year-old people looking at me as though it's their story. I said, you are not even, you have to turn 22 before it even applies to you. It doesn't apply to you. You are just 18. The, pe- the story I'm telling, the person told me when she was 22, when and she today, was. she's about 34. When she was 22, you have never even been 20 before. I'm saying that. <laughs> what was I saying before they rudely interrupt? She says she doesn't. The soundtrack, when it goes off. So she, she told me, when you told the story of we can sing, then the soundtrack will finish. Then we see that we have a lot of words left. And we are wondering where they fit in the song. She told me that. Then she realized that that is her case. <laughs> so she was giving me a testimony that She's going to continue to press on because she has realized that some people started from there. Now you see that it's not your story. Yeah. Wait for the end. (laughs) Hallelujah. So we are saying that so many things work. So many. If you see see a singer who is successful, sometimes consistency, determination. Maybe sometimes the person is prayerful. Do you know the number of times my singer has sung and cried on the stage? Hey. Sing and then the song doesn't work. Look, look, clap for those who come to sing once, like I want, let us sing one song, one. No, I'm not saying clap for them now. One song, just one. Look, come and sing, wait for the end. Why are you guys always in a rush? I'm going on the stage because you don't want to wait for the stories. You see, singing once, okay, I'm coming down. 
singing once is, is a level. Because to come here for the first time to sing is also another challenge. And when you do it, it's great. But singing consistently is also another thing. Three songs in a meeting, four songs at a go. Singing a song at short notice. Sometimes I wake up at dawn and I say, sing this song. You, you have had three weeks to prepare. <laughs> do, do, do you understand? So they are all different levels. You may sing once and we clap. After that, that's the end of your singing career. Yeah, apart from where are you, Lord? That's the only song you have sung is, where are you, Lord? Where can I find you? That's all. You can't say you have arrived because of one, where are you, Lord? What if we find the Lord? What will you sing? are you going to sing? You see, so when you see that person singing, so much, so many things are working together. Do you get it? So many factors are at play. So many factors have been deployed apart from just simple, nice voice. Even sometimes intelligence, because sometimes you are singing, you have a nice voice, but you don't understand the song you are singing. So as you are singing, you are smiling. A song that you are not supposed to smile, you are smiling. You are smiling. And your smile poor. You wonder why, why when you finish singing, nobody is blessed. The song is poured by your smiles. One pastor told us a story. They were singing a song. Souls are parting to eternity. Something like that. And there was a guy singing... And he was just a Sosa party for eternity. Sosa party. As we go to buy Sosa party. As the days go by, where would we die in Christ? And you are smiling at such a song. Meanwhile, the song is saying that People are dying and we don't know whether they are going to heaven or they are going to hell. It's not a, it's not a, 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 a smiley song. From that day up to today, the guy's name turned into Sosa. They started to call him Sosa passing. So Sosa. It's like you are singing the word but you don't understand. If souls are going to hell, is this a song to sing and be full of smiles and happy. You, you understand? So the person has a nice voice, but the absence of a certain intelligence to understand the song they are singing and what it means so that you can minister it, you see at the end the person doesn't. I was being told of somebody who had sang um, Whitney Houston's song uh, in some competition, idols or something, and she had sung it very well. And they were, they were I mean, even, even um, I think Whitney reposted it or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Charlie, that's very nice. That's powerful. Do you see? Then I was explaining further that it's not a guarantee of success. It's not a guarantee of success. It's great. It's wonderful. Let's clap for her and everything. But it's not a guarantee of success because to do, to do what Whitney did, it takes writing the songs, determining, even the ability to bounce back from, yeah. 
issues. Because there are a number of issues Whitney had. You have no idea the strength to bounce back from, from even problems and setbacks. Even the strength to be married to Bobby Brown and continue music. I mean, they don't get badder than Bobby Brown. Yeah, if you are looking for bad boys, you don't get, I mean, Bobby Brown. <laughs> no, no, no. Bobby Brown, them, they were the 50 cents of the, the day. Yeah. To even survive drugs, all these things, and continue her music, you'll be surprised. Yes, we'll put you on the same pedestal, one hit, and after that, that's the end of your career. So I'm just trying to, I'm, God forbid, it's not, I'm just trying to explain that. When you, like if you see a pastor preach, you, or a church working, you say, oh, it's because the pastor preaches well. But it's only the pastor's preaching that you see. About 80% of the pastor's life or pastoral life is hidden from public view. So you'll be surprised that fast things go in. So you come and you say, oh, I can preach, and you start to preach. I've seen so many people who preach, they can't even gather people. Gather people. I, I, one, day I, one of my common questions when I start to work with you is, who should gather the people for you to preach to them? Yeah. You gather the people, then when you gather them, then you can preach to them. I will not gather people for you to preach to. Yeah. So you see, oh, we can take the word and check the revelation. And that sometimes some pastors even don't stress much when they are preaching because of the work they have done in the background. Yeah. I said, preach is just normal. Just let's share the word and let's go. You with your powerful preaching, you see nobody will gather to listen to the preaching. I know pastors who have nobody to preach to. Well, they preach far more powerfully. What am I saying? There are so many other factors that contribute to somebody doing well, which is what we call the determinants. Which is what we call the determinants. So in Ecclesiastes 9, verse 11, Solomon reveals to us the things, the common factors that make people successful. He says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift. Now, Solomon is, 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 is exposing the norm as well as what happens outside the norm. So he says, I saw that it's not every time that the first person wins the race, but generally, races are won by people who are fast. People who are fast generally and normally win races. So if the, the event you are in is by who is fast or is determined by speed, the fastest person wins. Anytime you watch a race and you see Usain Bolt, you will know that Usain Bolt is going to win the race. Because why? He's the fastest. He's definitely going to win. But I've watched Usain Bolt not win. And I don't mean at the end when he was just finishing. I mean when he, was, when he broke the world record. When he ran that 958. The next... The, I think just before that or after that, he, was, he had a false start and he was disqualified. So it's not every time that the fast person wins the race, but generally, speed contributes to the success when it comes to races. And in the same way in life, speed contributes a lot 
to you doing well. Speed. The ability to apply something quickly. Applies to, we'll look at all these things. You are in a relationship. The ability to hurry up and marry saves you from a lot of problems. Before we realize you have brought a pekina bolo. You know a pekina bolo? A pekin that has boloed is a pekina bolo. <laughs> a pekin is a child. Bolo is bolo. <laughs> yeah, you have brought a child that we all don't know. I mean, we, the, a child that there are so many questions about the child is a pekina bolo. Yeah. But you just be dragging your feet, dragging your feet. Even as a lady, you are working with a guy, he's giving you, he's saying something, so you have delayed it. By the time I realize he has said it to somebody else, and that person, he, the person even didn't listen to the girl, he said, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you say. One brother, he told me he saw a girl in the church, he really liked the girl. And he was walking around the girl. Then somebody came to propose to the girl. Somebody came, another brother, when he came, he said, Look, you only live once, YOLO. (laughs) Ah, He put his cast on the table straight. And the girl also accepted. The girl was operating a first come, first serve policy. She just accepted. Boom. And they were gone. And this guy was hurt. Is even still hurt today? <laughs> still in rehab. He's still in rehab, trying to recover from. He said the girl had <laughs> broken <laughs> his heart. Yeah, in two pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Broken the heart into, into fragments. But he did not. He was just there. And somebody just came. Smash and grab. Papa gone. So sometimes speed is very necessary. There are so many things when you delay, it leads to problems. It leads to problems. Problems after problems. So it says the race. The race. It's not to the swift, but usually swift people win races. Once it's a race, it's not endurance, but a race. Quick, may you be somebody who is quick. Amen. Quick in obeying the word of God. Amen. Quick in doing what you must do Amen. for school. I mean, that's why I mean, it amazes when people say, I'm taking a gap here. You have just only gone to school to do matric. Only matric. I mean, how many years do you go to school before you do matric? 12 years in school and then play school. Yeah, three years or so in play school, which you were just playing, coloring. If you didn't come to school, you'd have colored at home. What did you think you'd be doing at home? So when you start proper school and we start counting, 12 years, you say you're already tired. You want to take a gap year. Gap year for what? Life is going forward and passing you by. Hallelujah. Amen. You will see by the time you realize when you, are, you, are, you come to first year, you are about three years older. You are like the mother of the people. About three years older than everybody in the class. 
Yeah. Number two, it says the battle, not the battle to the strong. Battles are won by strong people. I say usually, battles are won by strong people. Mentally strong people, physically strong people, emotionally strong people, spiritually strong people usually win battles. If you are not strong, you can win some battles. Ask Elaine Hallard and Lisandro Martinez. Just strength. Alone. I watched one of them. He just swung, uh, what is his name? Martinez around like a child. Swung him with the arm like that. The guy just flew like he is the soccer ball. So when you are not strong, you don't win battles. When you are in a fight, you end up losing. But sometimes, sometimes. I say sometimes, sometimes, a battle can be won by the weaker person. For example, David and Goliath. Goliath was the stronger one. But some way, somehow, I said some way, somehow, some way, somehow, David ended up winning that battle. Not because he was strong. So sometimes strength is not enough. Or strength is not the only thing. But once we are in a normal world, you need to develop strength. Just as you need to develop speed. If you are going to turn out as anything in this life, in your own life, in your Christian life, in in school, anything you are doing, you need strength. Some of us are emotional babies. Emotional babies. You coughed once and and phlegm did not come. Hey, you start crying. You start crying because you coughed and there was no phlegm. Who has stolen my phlegm? Then you start. Yeah. You write an exam. You did not study much. And you did not pass. That's it. You have to go on a pity party for three weeks. You have to even go and see a shrink. Because you wrote an exam and you did not pass. Yeah. You see somebody doing very well in the Lord. And then a boy comes around, smiles at you twice. Twice. One, two, like that. And then from there, you are off. Because you have not built spiritual strength and emotional strength. Some of you cry so much. Like crying is going out of vogue. It's like you cry, 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 cry. I learned from long ago, from when I was, well, at least when I could understand a few things in life, that when a child is born, there are mainly six diseases. That try to kill, that can kill the child. So we call them six childhood killer diseases. Okay, my wife, what are they? Measles, dysteria, polio. This guy, don't trust him. Hepatitis B. Those are the things you have vaccinated 
when against when you are a child. Those of you said vaccine, tuberculosis, ankle. I learned from that time that crying is not one of them. I was so surprised when I went through the six. I was expecting to see crying. I didn't see crying. I said, oh, when a child cries, he won't die. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you start crying, oh, continue. When you are done, we'll go forward with whatever we are doing. It doesn't change anything. Oh, you can cry for an hour. It doesn't change. Worst case is you have a headache. We'll give you Panadol. So you have the strength to cry again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you are crying for a cause, we help you. But if you are just crying, yeah, yeah, oh, please, continue. Yeah. You have, you, some children can cry. Then in the middle of their cry, they forgot why they are crying. Then they laugh at something. When they feel, then they remember, ah, I was crying. Then they go back to cry. Oh. But unfortunately, some of you are emotional babies. And you keep crying. Crying, crying, crying. When nobody has done anything to you. I came to church, they didn't let me sing. Then you start crying. Yeah. It's ringing next to me. I met them outside, nobody greeted me. Then you start crying. Oh. Then you start crying. Like everything. I mean, every day. Look, I have people who personally I've distanced myself from because of this whining. Now, when I say crying, you say, oh, it's crying. Some of you whine. You are whiners. Yeah. This person has offended me. This person didn't talk to me the way I wanted them to talk to me. And then this person called me. They didn't call me. And then I saw that they did. I saw a picture. I was not in the picture. Me, my church. I took a picture with them on Sunday. They posted it on Instagram. They cut me out of the picture. But I'm still in the church. No, my son showed it to me this afternoon. I didn't, I, of course, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known, but my son showed it to me this afternoon. They cut me on, out. But I'm not crying. I'm still around. I'm here preaching. Don't worry. Please, I own my image right, so if you start posting me, be sure my lawyers will contact you. Yeah. Your small picture that uh, you didn't come in, you have started to whine. And many people are in the church, they are just whiners. That's why your Christian life is always a hassle. Because to build strength, to survive during temptation, to survive pressure, to survive any attack, to survive offense, is very necessary and essential to you doing well as a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Now you have seen the picture that you cut me out. Okay. <laughs> Number three, it says, neither yet bread to the wise. It says, Bread is usually given to wise people. When people, it takes wisdom to acquire bread, to win bread. This is not talking about just one slice of Sasko bread and butter that you will eat and go and sleep. It's talking about winning of bread. 
It takes wisdom. Bible says, by wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding or by knowledge, the chambers are filled with all pleasant things. It takes wisdom. Usually, wise people get these things. Wise people become successful. Wise people become rich. Usually. So one of the qualities you must build is wisdom. Amen. You can't be a Christian buffoon just moving around with all the wisdom that is in the word of God. You won't load some into your head. I hear there's a polite way of telling somebody that the person is foolish. You tell the person that wisdom has been chasing you all along, but you are always away from it. Or you are always ahead of it. You are too fast for it. It can't catch up with you. You are too swift. (laughs) Determinant number one, you have too much of it. So wisdom cannot catch you. But it has been chasing you. Wisdom. I mean, it takes wisdom to navigate a relationship from beloved dozing to marriage. It takes wisdom. It takes wisdom. You see the girl accepted to be with you in a... But you cannot take practical decisions that will lead to marriage. Always impractical and high falutin ideas. Ideas that are flying in the sky. Those are the ideas that you have. Lofty ideas. It comes with a, a particular temperament called sanguine. They usually have lofty ideas. Let's have a wedding. We will invite Prince Charles. We invite. <laughs> we will go to Dubai. I'm taking you to Dubai to go and propose to you. Wow. You can't take me to McDonald's here. <laughs> By the time you can be able to take me to Dubai, <laughs> yeah, wisdom. May you receive wisdom in the name of Jesus. It says, no riches to men of understanding. It's men of understanding who become rich. Hallelujah. It's men of understanding. There's something that Steve Jobs understands that you and I do not understand. That's why he has made an iPhone and you and I are buying it. Every iPhone is a thousand dollars plus. At least that's where they start from. When they launch one, th- they made iPhone five. They made it plastic to reduce the cost. When they finished making it, the idea was we are making it plastic so that it becomes like Samsung and all these other ones in terms of cost. Okay, not even use cost. When they finished making it, they did a market research. They realized if they sell it less than $1,000, they will lose a certain, a certain class of clients. They decided even it's plastic. Once we put the apple, that Eve bit behind it, 1000 Yeah. Plastic. Plastic. I'm sure it cost them about $100 to make, but the name Apple alone. Thousand, at least thousand dollars. Yeah, at least a thousand dollars, and that's what BlackBerry used to be. Yeah. They had a certain class yeah. of clients. 
till somebody with more understanding than they ha- who had more understanding than they did came to remove them from. That's why every movie you watch, when they take out a phone, it's an iPhone. You watch a movie and see. It's all part of, every laptop is a, is a Mac book, something. It's all part of marketing strategies and everything. Because somebody has more understanding than you and I have. So the riches just go to them. We, with our level of understanding, we say, oh, African government, so we, are, we are doing uh, agricultural produce. Goods that we put on the world market that we don't have much control over. Those are the produce we put out. So we can't, we can't determine prices. The goods are perishable. The needs of the, we can't let the goods last for a long time. So we don't control the market. The white man makes goods that are capital intensive. When they finish, they bring it there, they put it down. When you come, they tell this is the price. If you don't like, go. Go. Understanding. Then favor, nor yet favor to men of skill. Favor, to be favored means to be chosen. And it says usually men of skill are the people who are chosen. People who have a certain skill. So when you don't have a skill, you are usually not chosen. Amen? Amen. When you do not have a skill, usually you are not chosen. They usually choose people, somebody who can sing, somebody who can act, somebody who can do skill, somebody who can play soccer skillfully. Usually they are the people who are chosen. May you build the skill that you need in your life so that you can be chosen. In life, somebody has to choose you. If nobody chooses you, you cannot do much. I said, if nobody chooses you, you cannot do much. You may know how to do something, but if you are not chosen, you may be sitting here, you may be the best singer that South Africa is going to have or has. Until somebody chooses you to sing, you will sing in your bathroom, uh, your soap, your sponge, (laughs) shampoo. They are the ones who will listen to you. And the water. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, you'll be, well, everybody when they are batting, they sing. Because of the echo, you sound nicer. In the shower. You sound nicer. The bathroom is small. The echo, everything. So you sound, wow, yeah, nice. Yeah. That's why they tell us that when you sing in the bathroom, uh, something, something will come and catch you. They are just preventing soap from entering into your mouth. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But you can be singing until somebody chooses you and says, give him a chance to sing. Yeah. Give him a chance to preach. Yeah. Give him a chance to display whatever skill he has. Yeah. You, you are not going anywhere. So usually skillful people are favored. They are chosen. But you'll be surprised. I mean, one of the skills is even beauty. When you are beautiful, people choose you. When you are beautiful, people choose you. It's easy. Beautiful people get a lot of favors done for them. A lot of favors done for them. So she's beautiful. Smile, not there. Ah. They are selected. Yeah, it's a skill. It's an endowment, though. But it's also a skill. Then they are chosen. But you'll be surprised. I've been to many weddings 
since I started attending weddings. I've officiated many weddings since I started officiating weddings. And any time I'm officiating a wedding, I look at the bride and I look at the whole church. I can almost always find somebody who's more beautiful than the bride. And married. I'm not even talking about marriage. I'm married. As I'm there, I'm saying, we are God, dearly beloved. We are gathered in the sight of God in the presence of this congregation to join this man and this man in holy work of matrimony. And I look through the corner of my eyes. I see somebody far more beautiful than this man. The groom did not. Did I tell the story of, I, I saw a picture of a groom who had taken a picture with the bridesmaid. And when I saw the bridesmaids, I was wondering, where were they when the groom was choosing a bride? Did he not see them? And somebody said, oh, maybe he met them there on the... F- I mean, <laughs> that's the day. <laughs> yeah. So may you be somebody who's chosen. Amen. As a church, people have to choose their church to come to the... To the oh, church, because yeah. there are many other churches around. Oh, yeah. So somebody has to choose your church. Somebody has to choose your bar center to come to your bar center. That's why you need skill to acquire favor. And it says, apart from these five, also time and chance happens to them all. Wow. Now, time and chance has a way. Time and chance is the anomaly to this rule that we are looking at. Time and chance. So you may be strong. But your timing may be wrong. I witnessed a fight between a strong guy and a David and Goliath type of fight. And as they were, they were coming to fight, everybody knew that the strong guy would beat the weaker guy. So they started to cool him down to stop. Nobody was telling the weak guy that don't fight him. He was just standing there. And all, everybody was there was telling the big guy with the muscles, oh, it's okay, we beg you, leave him, hey, please, oh, it's okay, you forgive me. At a point, everybody was tired of um, cooling the guy down. So they all said, look, like, look, que sera, sera. <laughs> whatever will be, will be. So let's allow it. To be, as somebody said, Dagrafa, Dagrafa, what is written is written. So let's go. As soon as they left the guy, before the guy could say, No, no, this weak guy, he was standing and there was some big plank by him. And all along, that's the reason why he was not moving from where he was. He knew that the plank was a determinant. So as soon as they released, he just took the plank, bam! The fight was over. The fight, oh, with all the muscles. The guy, the fight was over. Hit the guy somewhere here, a cut, that's it. Fight was over. So sometimes, time and chance happens to, what is time? Timing. Timing. Jacob asks, Isaac asks his children, Jacob and Esau, he asks Esau to make food, which was going to determine that Esau will be blessed. However, timing, 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 the timing of bringing the food made the whole difference. By the time Esau brought the food, Jacob had brought food 
the father had eaten and had blessed him and had made Esau his slave for the rest of Esau's life. The same food, not anything different. Timing. Timing. I said what? Timing. So you may be strong, you may be wise, you may have understanding, you may have a skill, but the time may not be in your favor. It may not be your time. It may not be what? Your time. May you be in your time. Amen. And may you be in the right time. Amen. May you never be out of time. Amen. May you be in time and on time. Amen. Yeah. You'll be surprised. It's like, look, everything has set for you. It's time for you to break through, but the timing doesn't work for you. The time, like, the, look, the brother has chosen somebody already. So the makeup, the dresses, it all makes no difference. He has chosen somebody already. Hello? Hi. I remember I used to pastor a church. One guy came to the church, eligible bachelor came to the church. When he came to the church, all the, and the, that church has power, power puff girls. Do you know power puff girls? Yeah, power puff girls. I'm telling you. Everybody was advertising. Oh, yes. Look, when you see a girl has become very serious in church, there's always a guy. You're preaching. I know. I know, I know nobody is appreciating it, but it's the truth. That's you, you, you. You watch and see. Over the years, you come and say you that. It's, if you see the person has become serious, coming for every meeting. Hallelujah. Check, there's always a guy. There's always a guy. Sometimes the guy doesn't know it, but. Yeah. So. Suddenly, all these Powerpuff girls, they started to move around. I'm helping with this, helping with that, helping with this. Cleaning the church. Coming for quarrels. Oh, prayer meetings. Outreaches. Busing people to church. Hey. But just at that time, I remember it was February, just at that time, one girl also transferred from one of our branches in another place to that branch. Yes. And when she came, she walked in front of the brother and did her hair like that. Six months later, they were married. Come and see the way the Powerpuff girls were angry. <laughs> it's like they have worked for nothing. He would have chosen one of them, but timing. Time. And then the other one is chance. Chance is opportunity. Chance. Chance. Just the opportunity and other factors which we don't know about. Just working. You will see somebody is very strong or even very wise. And if he has a lot of understanding, he's making a lot of money. But maybe there's some family curse that is operating against such a one. So you see, the person cannot do well. Yeah. Maybe financially he's doing well, but you see marriage, family, everything else, spiritually, emotionally, it's a wreck. 
I know rich people's children who are high on crack and drugs. Yeah, high on crack and drugs. Yeah. Sometimes you see somebody is very weak, but there's a blessing operating in the family. As a time and chance prevents things from following the normal outcome of life. Time and chance. If you look at this um, royal family that uh, the one at Nongoma, no. The one from Buckingham Palace. The one that the queen has just died recently. And I mean, those who are born into that family, they are not working by speed, strength, wisdom, understanding, favor, skill. No, 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 no. Whether they have skill or they don't have skill, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Their life is set. Chance has sorted them out. Chance, if you, if you, when you look at the royal family, um, you will see, if you look at the king now, um, King Charles, the what? The third. He has two guys. Is that not so? Um, what's the name of the first one? William. William. Is it William? William and then Mr. I don't want to be royal again. The two of them, ne? Uh-huh. No matter how hard Mr. I don't want to be royal again works, he cannot be king. Although he's also born in the royal family. Yeah. I mean, it would take a, so many, a collection of events yeah. for him to be king. Collection of many events for him to be king. Yeah, even if his brother dies. Yes. Time and chance, time and chance. If he was born first, but just being born second, ah. He will never become prince, regent, nothing. Never. Because of timing. And then chance. So chance can work positively for you. It can also work negatively for you. Time can work positively for you. It can also work negatively for you. We are looking at this thing because time and chance, we don't really control them. But the other factors are factors that we control. And over the next weeks, we want to study them carefully and work on ourselves so that if it's speed, if it's strength, you have it. If it's wisdom, you have it. If it's skill, you have it. If it's understanding, you have it. Amen. So that the outcome of your life can be good. Amen. The outcome of your life can be good. So that in areas that you are moving too slowly, you will speed up. I said you will do what? Speed up. You will speed up. Some of you can postpone things. Anything you have, oh, tomorrow. When tomorrow comes, tomorrow next. When tomorrow next comes, tomorrow next, next. Hey! Have you not heard of the scriptures that says that never put away what you can do today for tomorrow? You've not heard of that? Yeah, everything tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. If it can be done now, it should be done now. Amen. 
a little speed will make a lot of difference. The only place you are not advised to speed is when you are driving. Sometimes even a little speed will save you from an accident. No, there are some places that there's a minimum. You can't drive below a certain speed. You have joined the highway. You want to drive 34. You are in the speed lane. You are driving. It's Sunday when I was going to Deban. There was a guy driving in front of me. And he's just, he has taken over the speed lane. He doesn't want to move. And he's just there. And I was just following him patiently. Until I ran out of patience. Yeah. There are some places you can't drive below a certain speed because your driving slow will lead to an accident. Yeah. Some things, if you don't act quickly, it will become a problem. I met a lady who had started to backslide. I said, if you don't do something quickly, you will backslide to the point where you can't even recognize yourself. I told her, I remember. I said, if you don't act quickly... To remedy the situation, you will backslide to a certain point. When you yourself, you look at yourself, you can't recognize, you, you'll be asking, is this me? Yes, it is you. It is you. It is you. So speed is essential. Amen. Strength is essential. May you build spiritual strength. So we are going to look at how to build up your strength. How to build up your strength. So brace yourself as we go on this journey so that God can speak to us because God wants to affect the outcome of our lives. The outcome of whatever we are doing. The outcome will be good and it will be positive in the name of Jesus. Next week we continue from where we are living off. Stand to your feet. Let's bring this service to a close. Lift your hands, let us pray. Father, thank you for everybody here. We pray, help us. Help every single one of us to grow in strength, in speed, in wisdom, in understanding, Lord, and in skill and favor in the name of Jesus. Let time and chance work in our favor, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us, dear Lord. Help us. Help us to build up spiritual strength, emotional strength, physical strength, academic strength, strength in every area that we need to develop. Help us. In the name of Jesus. Help us to grow in wisdom and understanding, Lord. Wisdom of the times and understanding of things, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Favor our cause, Lord. Favor us in every way that we, we have to do, Lord. Favor us at work. Favor us at home. Favor us in school. Favor us in every area of our lives, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Help us. Help us, Lord. That the outcome of our lives will be great. And will give glory to you. We bless you. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said, Amen. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me 
of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that you are the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? And you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Are you not blessed tonight? Yeah. The outcome of our lives will be beautiful. You will act. From today, we'll act swiftly. Yeah, we have learned about percentages. Act swiftly. That's what will make the difference. Those who have and those who will not have. Acting swiftly. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.